With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 187 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Live from the NCAA floor here at the Scott Trade Center. I am your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor, who, side by side, we're going um, Islands in the Springs duet here. <laughs> two hosts, two hosts, one mic. Willie, what's going on? One of the on? best duets of all time. Best duets. Probably um, the one where Puff Daddy sang about the time Biggie died with no, the sting. That was terrible. a good duet. Well, I mean, that was my number one. Uh, I don't even know if I have one. All I, what I do know is that Penn State is taking this 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 mock football game a little too far. Listen, they have jerseys on. They have they have like red like you know you have you how you have gym class yeah. and you play soccer or something and you put on like these little jer- jersey type right. things. I mean they they brought them here to St. Louis. In an unrelated story, State College Elementary is missing their red pennies <laughs> and they don't know what to do on dodgeball day. No, but yeah, they're out here. Let's see what teams we got. We got Penn State, Wyoming, Nebraska, all here. Campbell. Get- Campbell was here. I thought they left, but they may still be here yet. Um, Can we? But listen, let's talk about let's talk about the squads here. So you got in the red jerseys. You got Mark Hall, Vincenzo Joseph, Jimmy Gulliban, Bo Nickel, and McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. See, I, the regular shirts team is a little unfair. Really, they have two Olympic Olympic champions on their team, but they're, yeah, they're getting waxed. They're getting waxed because. So, Bo and McCutcheon are really Nolf, Rutherford, Kale, Varner, oh. Nevels. It just bounced off Kale's chest. <laughs> he just dropped a big one. He's finally aging, guys. He's, yeah. He's 174 and 1 now. He's going to hear about this and make the world team again. He's 159 and 1 right now. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not gonna, we're not going to do play by play of the dodgeball, Willie. No, it's, the squads are interesting, squads. right? Squads. Yeah, they're squads. So. Um, so that. So there's that. We're here. Also, you know, when I think about NCAA wrestling, I think nice spring weather, Willie. I think it's nice. It's beautiful. You know what? Spring is on its way. But we get here to St. Louis, Willie, 
and uh, it is it is not pleasant. And in fact, some would say it's cold. Yeah, I don't know what's going on really. Like if it's now we're all from the Northeast, you know. Christian's from Virginia, Bradkey, West Virginia, me and Holmes from PA, and we get here and we're freezing. Is it a product of uh, did we get soft in Texas? Yeah, absolutely. I got soft immediately. One summer of Texas, when I went to Philadelphia for the Keystone Classic, I, I became a wimp immediately. So yes, that is a part of it. We got soft. Also, but I will. I take umbrage with Virginia is the Northeast. It's not the Northeast. Okay, you're from a cold climate. Yeah, I would say it's it's, it's a moderate climate, but uh, enough climatology. Nice shot there by Bryce Meredith. So before we get into this NCAA stuff, stay on Bryce Meredith. Listen. Hair. Bryce Meredith's hair is I, glorious. I, I thought I was expecting. He said he was going to do something crazy for it. Uh, honestly, it looks looks pretty similar. It's just shorter with the blonde. I like, I it's the sides are shaved. Right. Did they say he shaved last year? Uh, no, it hit a little more of a flop to it. More of a Molinero um, swoop. Yeah, he's doing a piece for, I don't know. Vogue, not Vogue. What's yeah. a what's a man? Some GQ. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some actual wrestling talk, Willie. You want to go NCAAs before we go NCAAs? No, let's go Spencer. Let's go Spencer first because that is the um, that is the story that dominated the weekend in wrestling. I thought, if you don't know, I'm I'm not sure how you don't know, but just to get you quickly up to speed, Spencer Lee, the last month or so, been wrestling with a big knee brace on his right leg, makes the uh, Pennsylvania finals, and loses in the last second. To Austin DeSanto, and you know he was undefeated going into that. He had never lost. He was a three-time PA State champ, and he loses like that. Kind of an unbelievable happening, and really, that's on its own. That's an amazing story. But there's like ten other levels to this. There's so there's so many sidebars to this, right? Uh, first, first things first. Spencer Lee losing is like mind blowing. Um, and then you have the the side story or the backdrop is that Austin DeSanto had never won a state title. He lost in the finals to Spencer Lee last year. He was the number one ranked guy at 32 and Triple A favored, you know, to be the champ. But he says, "No, I'm going to drop. I want to. I want to wrestle Spencer Lee again." So that's valiant in and of itself, right? I mean, especially for a guy that's never had a title. Um, I only my last shot to get a title, and I'm going to go through Spencer Lee. Uh, that's not, it's not a great plan for success, but it's valiant in the fact that he wanted to go through the best. He wanted another shot at him, right? You know, this is a kid that got teched by him in the second period, 15-0, when they wrestled last year in the in the PA State Finals. So for him to go after that, and according to Sammy Sasso. He told him at the beginning of the year when he, they were talking about, hey, well, where are you going? I'm going this way. And before Sasso could even get it out, he said, whatever weight Lee's going. I'm going whatever weight uh, Spencer Lee's going, which to me is, man, that's ballsy. But then it... Yeah, and look, there's some other... So, you know, we said there's lots of different stories here. There's also some people 
saying, you know, maybe he knew he was hurt, which is not true. I don't think anyone reasonable actually believes that. Yeah, I don't think they believe that either, but it was talking. I mean, there's a lot of crazies coming out of the woodwork. People saying he uh, he knew, everybody knew in PA that Spencer was hurt. Well, which is DeSant- true. it was well, DeSanto's true. plan for all along. That was DeSanto's plan. There's also some crazy people saying, I don't think Lee was really that hurt. Well, yes, he was. <laughs> he has a torn ACL. Um, and then you can get into uh, the, the, the call. Right? The call at the buzzer? What did you make of that? Oh, uh, I thought it was... The time was out. I mean, to be frank, if you look at the replay, time was time was out. When it hits he... zero, DeSanto's, like, on his head. In the air. He's coming around. Uh, to me, to me, time was out. I, it didn't look like it was a takedown to me. Now... Um, they don't have a replay. It was close. He ended up in a takedown scenario. But to me, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him, I'm just saying... You watch that last second. He doesn't have the two at the time they, they give the two. Mm-hmm. And another thing I want to talk about that was really interesting to me is that there's this whole dynamic of who the crowd was cheering for and why. I mean, there are people arguing on all kinds of message boards and people talking about, well, were they cheering against Spencer Lee because Spencer went to, to is going to Iowa? I, I, I see it wholly different than that. And I think if if Spencer Lee goes out there, if Spencer Lee goes out there in that match and leads wire to wire and it's an 8-2 win, the crowd goes nuts for him. He's a four-time champ. And it, it, there's no cheering against Spencer Lee because he's not going to Penn State or Pitt or anywhere in Pennsylvania. Um, what I see happening, and I'm pretty – convinced of it is that DeSanto dropped they were all aware of that situation and it was not the the crowd did not come into that match cheering for one guy or the other in my opinion what I saw happen was that DeSanto won the crowd over in the course of the match it was kind of like it was kind of like Rocky and the and the Russian when the Russian people start cheering for Rocky, you know, based on based on his grittiness and toughness. Um, DeSanto, DeSanto was pushing the pace. Spencer could have been called for stalling. That's another thing is that the match was uh, horribly officiated, in my opinion. They could have. They could have dinged DeSanto for a flea. They could have hit Spencer. Spencer back straight up off the mat. Several times. And if there's any indication on if or any conversation, if Spencer was or was not affected by the injury, uh, the fact that Spencer backed straight off the mat several times tells you all you need to know. Um, Spencer Lee don't back straight off the mat, but DeSanto forced him. And so, and so that's why I think the crowd started pulling for DeSanto is because he was pushing the pace. He was doing what he needed to do. Uh, Frankly, he was he was being the guy. He was being the bully in that match. So, uh, was it Spencer going to Iowa? No, I think it was. I think it was appreciation for DeSanto and the way he was wrestling. Yeah, I I, I think anytime you get an upset like that, that's just a natural um, draw to the crowd. I don't think. Um, I, I think anytime you see an upset like that, when 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 Bubba Jenkins pinned David Taylor. 
people weren't freaking out because, oh, we they want Bubba. Like, they, yeah. they were freaking out because, oh, my gosh, David Taylor is an undefeated freshman about to do this, and then he just got pinned by the guy. You know, sometimes the story and, and the how and the and the upset portion makes it, um, you know, what, what the crowd. So I, I didn't read that as a crowd being anti-Spencer. I don't think that's what was going on. I mean, are there some people that – like, hey, you're going to Iowa? Sure, maybe, but that's not what was going on there. Sure, right? There's, sure, there's some people that are like that, but 6,000 people or whatever in the Hershey Arena, Giant Center, they weren't cheering against Spencer because of that. Yeah, I completely agree. So we've, um, you know, that that was that. And, and what does that mean for Spencer long-term? Well, he's not wrestling at, da- at uh, Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic, and you have to figure no junior world team this year. And, you know, typically ACL, you have to think it's going to be 8 to 12 months before we see him, and he probably won't be wrestling even a year from now. So his redshirt year at Iowa is probably going to be basically all recovery. Yeah, I saw the medical report, and it's a, there's a torn ACL in there, but there's also uh... – what are you laughing at me for? Dr. James Andrews here. I'm not a, no, yeah, I'm not a yeah, doctor. The scar tissue seemed to indicate um, this is going to be a long road to recover. I say I have the medical report. Christian immediately bursts into laughter. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm not. I'm not. The, like, what What could the medical report possibly be to you? Like, he's uh, got torn ACL. Well, right? I'll say this, smarty pants. There's a little, there's other stuff in there, right? Mm. They have to clear up some other stuff, too. So, um, there's, in addition to the ACL, there's, there's right. other stuff. So, um... Yeah, Spencer's probably going to be on the shelf a while. They, they, and then. Be- what would your recommended um, path to recovery be? Would you would you go, you know, complete knee reconstruction? Um, would you try to regenerate the cells with some stem cell therapy? What would be your call here, doctor? I said I have the um, medical report, and then Kristen got to be a wise guy. Um, you have no recommendations. I, I'm not a doctor. Okay. I did stay in the Holiday Inn. Yeah. Last, last night, night. That's, which is actual fact. That's actual true. Actual um, truth. Oh, no, Bryce I, dude, is I don't getting know. Cradled, guys, he's who's he getting cradled by? Probably Mendenhall. I don't know. So I don't know who. Uh, I don't know what you know the timeline is for him, but he's probably going to be on the shelf a while, um, which stinks. Stinks for him. Stinks for the fans. We can't see him. Won't see him at junior trials and things like that. And uh, the Dapper Dan match is now off the table, and, and then. So that's replaced. That's actually going to be a really good match, is Mejia versus DeSanto. But um, Dayton opted to not do it. I guess he wanted to Santo. I don't know. Ultimately, what he said was, "I'm just going to concentrate on freestyle now." And so, yeah, um, you know, I don't they, blame him. They, they, and Dayton has earned that kind of. <laughs> Dayton wrestles everywhere. He doesn't ever turn down a match. So if he wants to focus on making a junior world team. Yeah, it'd be one thing if somebody that never competed was like, "Yeah, I'm going to." pass this up and you know there's always that thing oh, you don't want to risk getting beat but you can't say that with Dayton because he wrestles everywhere everywhere and uh, you know I, because I flew to NCAAs yesterday um, I don't have the ranking I'm not going to have the ranking I don't have the rankings up today but the rankings are certainly going to change and that's a conversation with the Spencer loss and I mean I, unless I'm, I'm pretty convicted as soon as it happened I'm like Spencer stays one um the DeSanto match with uh, Spencer. Spencer says one because he deserves a mulligan. I mean, well, who else would be if not him? 
I mean, you could say Gavin, you could say DeSanto. There's only two choices. Um, but Gavin? Yeah. Could, they're in different weights. No, they're at the exact same weight. Oh, oh, oh yeah, because they're different, um, what you call it? Triple A, double A. Yeah. Um, so Why, wouldn't that be the most ironic thing ever if <laughs> Gavin was ranked ahead of Spencer? I mean, you could make you could make the argument, I guess, that Spencer Lee loses, so he should drop, and then Gavin should take the one spot, or some even crazier people would say, well, DeSanto beat him, he should be the one. That's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen in my rankings. I can tell you that. Spencer Lee, his only loss in his high school career. You don't make him not number one. I'm keeping him number one. I'm keeping DeSanto. Three or four, depending upon the outcome of the Mejia match. Um, now, but what to do with the pound for pound? I do think in the pound for pound, you don't get mulligans. You know, I mean that's my philosophy. In, you know, in the weight class rankings, yeah, sure, mulligan. In the in the pound for pound, I'm gonna probably have Dayton number one, Yanni two, Spencer three. Why not um, Spencer behind Gable? I mean, I think. Gable's never lost in high school, period. You're talking about never losing, never lost, two-time world champ. Um, I think, you know, he doesn't lose to DeSanto-type guys. He's had opportunities to lose those type of matches and never has. I think Gable, I feel feel like Gable is almost getting, like, hodged a little bit here and that he doesn't have this, like, four years of, of data. But well, I don't think it's I don't think it's four years of data, and I know you can make the you can make the case, you can make the case that Spencer hasn't beaten he definitely has a whole lot of elite guys, but I mean, Gable's Gable's elite wins pretty much start and stop with Jordan Wood. Yeah, I mean if you if you count world wins, then I guess you consider those. But yeah, for the most part, that's true. But basically, they they. Spencer achieved a really high ranking by just never, simply never losing, not running through opponents or beating as many elite opponents as like a Yanni or a Dayton. So, for that, basically the same thing applies to Gable, and Gable doesn't have a loss. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think I mean, Gable. You can, you can. I guess you could make the case. I guess you could make the case that Gable should be in front of him. I don't think I'll do that, but. Okay. Um, so that's ranking stuff. So that's, that's a little high school rankings talk. That's probably the first and last time we'll ever talk high school, high school rankings on the floor of NCAAs. But first time for everything, I guess. But, hey, while we're in that, speaking of one Gable Stevenson, he will be committing live tomorrow on Flow Wrestling Radio Live here. We're thinking uh, between sessions uh, one and two will be the plan for that. So... Certainly with Gable, um, a game-changing recruit. And, you know, for, for all you fantasy football dorks out there, you know, you talk about positional scarcity. Well, there, there's there's really no – I mean, you can find some gems at 26 and 32 and things like that. But, man, there's just one Gable, and there's one guy at this weight. And I guess maybe you could say Seth Nambles. But, um, well, we always, we always talk about – I mean, we've said it on the show several times. Coaches – constantly tell you that the most difficult thing to find from a recruiting standpoint is career 125s and heavyweights yeah. the bookend so and, and we've also mentioned that um the heavyweight's been really down as far as elite talent coming out of high school the last couple years and so when you can get that gem you put yourself in a, you feel really good for like four years five years yeah 
Okay, now we're done with high school talk. Okay, let's move on to um, is it the NCAA championship. How about the NCAA the NC, championship? The NCAA wrestling championship, which is going on starting tomorrow. Varner has McCutcheon in the cradle. And I don't believe he's going anywhere for a no, while. No, they're just hanging out there in that just position. Just chilling. So if you end up here, you're probably in bad. It's probably things went poorly. So I guess we've never done our, our official uh, NCAA predictions at this point. So no time like the present, Will? Yeah. Uh, I'd like Me and Christian last night in the hotel room went through our blood round picks, which is pretty interesting too. Um, and I, it's a kind of a weird year in that there's 10, the 10 top seeds are all undefeated, and I don't know how. What's going on, hey, Gary Abbott? That's right. <laughs> Gary Abbott, yeah. Gary Abbott's giving me sass right That's now. That's right, as he should, as he should. It's his city. It's my city. All right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's, there's heavy, heavy favorites. And we were talking about, like, we were talking about the betting odds that came out. I don't know if you guys saw the betting odds. There's an article up right now if you're interested. So the, the thing is, is, like, taking somebody versus the field, right? Taking the top seed versus the field, and it's not just it's not just picking the guy. It's like if, if you don't pick that guy, then who are you going to take? If you, like, if you say, okay, Dean Heil, I don't know if he can – I don't know if he can eke out, run the gauntlet because he has some close matches. I don't know if Nathan Tomasello can, you know, bat, beat back-to-back guys in close matches. I don't, you know, you take a guy like, take a guy like Jaden, you feel pretty safe. You take a guy like Snyder, you feel pretty safe. But when you're talking about like a Dean Heil or a Nathan Tomasello, which is, are the names that come up, and you say, I don't know if they can do it. Okay, that's that's fair. I could guess I can see that. But then who are you taking? Who are like, you taking? You have to pick well, an alternative. I, well, I mean, but that's I think that's the beauty of field bets is that you don't have to pick the alternative. You have to rationalize the alternative, I guess. But you don't need – I don't need to identify that Kevin Jack's going to be Dean Yeah, Hino. no, that that was that was the conversation. That, that started the conversation. But somebody was looking at their brackets. It, it, you know, we were like six guys deep just dorking out on brackets last night. Somebody was like, well, I took this guy because I don't think he – can do it, but then you're playing with fire because it's almost like you're just throwing darts. I guess. I mean, I think there's a couple pretty solid ones, but as you mentioned, it is a pretty favorite heavy field. I didn't think any of the lines were particularly compelling. Yeah, the lines stink. They almost, they almost. I, actually, the lines are. That's, that means they're good because yeah. it makes you really? really hedge. Like I don't know if I can pull the trigger on this, um, but. All right, let's just go through them. Yeah, we'll start at 125 pounds. Um, yeah. So, Gilman. I, you have Gilman over Cruz in the semis. Where's your brackets? You have right Gilman here. over Cruz, or do you have somebody else meeting Gilman in the semis? No, I do have I do have Gilman over Cruz. I feel kind of lame about it. I kind of wanted to go uh, Sean Foz. Um, wanted to go Sean Foz there out of the twelve. Thought he could maybe make a run there. Still, still kind of think it's possible, but I don't know. I feel like yeah, I feel Cru- like Cruz is just a little safer. I feel like uh, Foz is really scary. That that whole quarter is interesting to me uh, with uh, Lambert, Foz, 
I even think Laney's pretty darn good. But Laney's tough. Laney's tough. I'm, I'm not ready to – I don't think he's ready to win that kind of a match yet. But, you know, I think if, if we get that Gilman-Piccinini quarter, I'm excited for it. I think that's going to be um, – I, I thought their match last time was pretty interesting, even though I'm pretty sure Gilman majored him. I don't know. I just like yeah, the way – Yeah, it was interesting for a little bit. Yeah, I like the way Piccinini's wrestling. I, um, I like in Gilman – to Nico last year, senior last shot, always been in the hunt. But, yeah, I, I, I know. That, I mean, no I know one was you're picking not... Nico last year though. He's the Gilman's the prohibited favorite now. Yeah, true. So uh, I don't know. I don't see anybody stopping stopping Gilman. I have him all the way out to the finals, beating Joey Dance. Uh, I have Soriano to the semis. I don't know if you're in on that. Are you still? You got you had a couple more days to think about it. Well, listen, it, it's not a matter of – basically, you're just guessing health. I've, I've – since day one, have said Nick Cerrone is the second best guy at this weight all along. I said that the entire year. Yeah, nobody's okay. doubting that. What the, I'm saying the, is do you feel – So how, how could – how can you – you don't no – Sure, one you don't know. I know. No you don't know. No, I don't think he's going to make the semis. Okay. I don't think he's going to do anything. Um, I'm watching him here. He's just barely walking around. Very gingerly on his um, thing. I think he's going zero and two. It's not a. It's not a matter of you do. Yeah. Okay. But I don't. Again, it's almost like silly to even talk about because just you have no. He could come out and be awesome, and then it'd be like, okay, he'll probably make the finals. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that's going to be the case. Like I just like talking about. I don't know. It's just so tough to evaluate. What do you have? You want to talk about the blood rounds at this weight? Let's talk about blood rounds. Um. You know, well, let's talk about the bottom half because we didn't really. Because the things that, that could, are potentially set into motion with um, with, with Serena, right? You know, so you the, can get kind of a random to the semis if he's not effective. So, it, right? which it looks like probably Lezak, but we've seen Lezak just like have these meltdowns that make you like, how can you trust him? How much can you trust him? Well, that's Kyle Bradkey's all in on Lezak. He has him going deep and. My thing is, we, we had a big debate about this yesterday. I'm like, Lezak has proven several times that he cannot hold on to a lead. And Kyle says, well, once it was Gilman and once he had the flu. And I said, I said he couldn't hold on to the lead against Jose Rodriguez. That's when He's, he had the flu. And Kyle says, he had the flu. He, he, he majored him the next week. He teched him the next week. Okay, I get that. But you're putting your eggs in that basket? Now... Can he do it? Yeah, he's shown he's talented. I mean, he's beaten Gilman 6-0 or something like that, right? But I think to your point is that's a really interesting quarter. If Suriano's not Suriano, then you could get a guy like Terrell or Lezak coming out of that and making the semi against a dance, and it wouldn't be all that crazy to see an upset in the semis there, and then you get somebody like Terrell or Lezak in the finals. Right. And and with, with Joey, he's had a really solid year, but, you know, he has the Cruz loss. Um, and more than anything, he's had NCAA setbacks yes, before. Yes, And Joey's draw stinks. Barlow or Townsville, then Utsi, who beat him two years ago at NCAAs and placed last year. Mueller, actually, his quarter is probably his, quote, easiest match because he's just kind of had his way with Mueller. I just feel like... I feel like Mueller's never is not going to win that match at any point. Um, 
So it's like all very, very winnable. He's favored in all those, but man, for a two seed, that's a pretty, that's a, that's a junky draw. Um, yep. So that's Joey. I, I have it, I have it pretty lame, pretty chalk. Gilman over Joey in the finals. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we can talk about this the whole time, but um, we say that there's ten favorites. That, that all ten of them aren't gonna win. <laughs> no, right? and some's gonna happen. Um, of course. Yeah, round, of 12, round of twelve. Note: I have um, Russell beating um, Yutsi in the round before the round of twelve, and then Fowles beating Russell. Then I have Piccinini beating Peters. I have Lambert beating Mueller. And I have Rodriguez beating Efrod. Okay, so we're, you have Efrod winning his first match, losing to Surrey. Or you have you have Freddie coming out. Yeah, I have him getting to the quarter. You have Freddie coming to the quarters. Okay. So the the third for me the third quarter or the second quarter in the wrestlebacks is pretty interesting. You could end up with a lot of good guys: Freddie Rodriguez, Lee Zach, uh, somebody else. But. Um, that's something to keep an eye on. 133. 33. I, so I've been doing these um, bracket breakdowns, just kind of analysis, and every team pretty much, except for Penn State, has a relevant 33-pounder. So it's like the story is the same for all those guys. Every single one of them is, is going to have a brutal quarter, and then they're going to have brutal um, consolation quarters. And it's just going to be hard. You're going to have to win three or four really hard matches in a row, whether it's Tomasello going through Zane, Clark, and then the Brock Gross winner, or Clark going through Michich, then Nato, and then Brock Gross, or Cade Brock going through um, Forey's Gross. You know, it's going to be a tough match no matter what. So I think um, 33 is kind of like a similar story for all of them. I, I've been all in on Nato all along. He's undefeated. I'm not changing, but... You know, I certainly believe he's vulnerable. I think Clark showed that. And I think Michich, a guy that just got in here, is running around. I think Michich is definitely a guy that could um, that could beat Clark. And Thomas Ellie, he's been in those matches both times. Michich's glorious hair. I need some of that hair. I, I, like, uh, I like his hair. However, if you have to go hairnet, I'm out. They're playing raindrop drop top, and some of the wrestlers are now dancing. Especially Zane Rutherford. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what is Zane doing? Uh, um, with the 133 is one of my, oh my favorite gosh. weights. There are so many good matchups. You just, it, again, vulnerability. Yes. Would a, a quote-unquote upset to NATO be, you know, a Zane thing? Zane won't stop dancing. M- maybe not. But you, I, you just can't. Like Scotty Parker's wrestling good. You can't, you can't see NATO losing there. Clark. Clark or Michich in the semis, you just you gotta lean NATO. So while you make while you make picks, it's just you don't know. This is, this is why the rest of the matches, right? I can't. You can't. Christian can't because Penn State's dancing right now. What in the world? And I don't know what Nolf is doing right now. Varner's laughing at him. Oh my god. Oh, they're having a dance off. It's a dance off. This is turning. This is having a dance off. This is officially turned oh. into a dance off. <laughs> Where is Jalkover? Oh, my he, gosh. Is Jalkover filming this? No, he's right there. Is is Zayna Ambiturner? I don't know what that means. Have you not seen uh, Zoolander? Oh. Now they're wrestling. Now they go right, right into a wrestling match. Wow. All right, hopefully, I think uh, I think Andrew is shooting this. I think 
Okay, so yeah, we this got will be derailed up on, by the dance off. I'm sorry, guys, but it'll be up on the site and you'll understand what's going on. It was one of the best things. The, it was the uh, second best thing that happened this week. The first best thing was uh, Nomad and CP wrestling a six minute match in our room last night. It was amazing. CP. Yeah. That you guys put on 15 points combined in the third period is glorious. You're going, you know, out, you're going out of the trust tree right now. Hold on. I just want to remind you that. I'm not, I'm not giving details. I'm, giving I'm just saying, I'm just saying I'm a lot of points in the third period last night. It was yeah. it was an excellent third period. You know, I was just we just wrestled to score points. You know, we want to put on a show. Um, I'm man enough to admit Nomad beat me. His specialty is, is wrestling in hotel rooms. I excel on the mat. Okay? That's known. That's in the scouting report. Um, but All right, so every dog has their day. 33. So you have, or do you have Clark or Meechich? Um, I have Clark. I took Meechich just because I don't know why. Uh, flyer, like goofy stuff happens. I'll take Meechich. It's not that goofy. It's not. It's not. It's not goofy, right? But I'm taking Meechich. Um, and then I have NATO. NATO going to the finals. And then who do you have down below? I, Brock. I have Brock. I don't know if I should though. You know what? I'm. I'm pretty. Uh, Montoya could play some serious spoiler here. Out of the seven, that gross match is a coin flip in every sense of the word. And I'm, I really think, um, you know, that could spoil. And I don't know what matchup is better for Cade Brock. I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, if Montoya makes it to the finals, I wouldn't even be that shocked. No, not at all. That not being said, that like every match for him, you could see him in the finals, but yeah, every match is very tenuous. Uh, he has a tough Ernesty early. You like Ernesty, correct? Yeah, I mean, he's all right. he's he'll beat Ernesty. I'm not I, really. Worried I think he'll beat it. Ernesty too, but you also consider that he just lost to Mitch McKee. Dude, I so I'm gonna do a Dark Horses article. I've decided, and Mitch McKee will be featured in that Dark Horses. Oh article. yeah, he's That's a textbook. I love True Freshman. Um, yeah. My other one is Dakota Gear. I have several, but uh, I'm not gonna give it all away because then you won't read it. That's not good. But uh, yeah, I like, I like, um, I like McKee a lot. Okay, so we both have NATO Brock. Yeah, that's and not gonna happen. And we both have NATO. It's I, not gonna happen. I know. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be Mitchich Montoya. <laughs> Mitchich freshman national champion. Just tell the people, tell the people who's gonna win in the blood round. Blood round. I will. I'm got Michich over Ernesty. I've got Richards over McKee, but I'm pretty woke on an upset there. Um, could be McKee's time. That guy's. That guy's clutch. I've got Montoya beating Albert. I've got uh, Forey's beating Parker. Every, everyone is really high on. Everyone is. Uh, can't stop talking about Scotty Parker right now. Price. Um, oh, we're saying hi to people. It's Ryan Price. I love him. Um, you should say hi to everyone you love here. No, just, I'm just saying hi to Price because he's always out of pocket, and I, I, I love Ryan Price. Uh, he's always out of pocket. So, um, I don't know. I don't. I like what I see out of Parker lately. I have a couple guys, and it happens every year. You watch conferences, and you're like, "Oh my God, this guy's real, wrestling really well in 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 toss up matches." I'm gonna lean this guy, and it never works out that way. So you kind of bait yourself just like you did at Big 12 that's called your classic recency primacy bias Ah! 141 41 how far do you have Schnalty mobbing Schnalty will mob to the quarters where I believe he will be um, beaten by Kolodzik but Princeton has 
midterms this week. How about, how about that for a week? You're going to go wrestle the NCAA championship. Also, you're going to turn in a seven-page paper. That's not ideal. That's not ideal. But they'll be all right. They'll, uh, you know, they'll figure that out. So priority took his. You, do, who do you have, Ironman or McChrystal? Ironman. Okay, I have McChrystal. You because you watched him beat Tommy Thorne and you thought that he was doing truth. crazy stuff at Big Twelve. Is he doing things times. we've never seen before? I don't know if they've been never been seen before, but he's, it's crazy stuff. Okay. Um, so you like McChrystal? I'll so you have Heil Ironman in the quarters. I have Heil McChrystal. Uh, you have Ashnall over Pletcher, Kolodzik over Gaska, and then Kolodzik. Not read every round two match. Um, McKenna DiCamillo, very interesting quarterfinal. Um, Georgie, three time round of 12. And I'm, I don't want, man, that would, that would sink. I kind of, I know Georgia a little bit. I would hate to see him go out for that time, fourth time in the round of 12. I, have I don't a, think he matches up well against McKenna. Neither do I, and he's another one that I thought looked really good at conferences. I do have him in the blood round again, but I have him winning and uh, Me make, too. making it. And so uh, here's a big one. I mean, they're all big in the quarters, right? But Meredith, Jack, we both have Jack, and then we both have Jack reaching the finals against Heil, and you got Heil. You don't bet against Heil anymore. No, I'm done. That was another thing I gave up for Lent, picking against that guy. No, he looked amazing at Big 12s. Amazing. I'm I'm all in on on uh, on Dean Heil. I think he's gonna win again. And then I think pretty interesting wrestlebacks, but I think it falls. I think there's a pretty defined pecking order between McKenna, Kolodzik, Ashnall. I think that's a bang bang bang. Then I think I think you get you could get jumbled here with the Meredith, DiCamillo, um, Ironman. I have Ironman placing. Um, tier, but I think that first five is pretty well defined. But I think Ashnall's the one that could mess it up. Who do you have D. Camillo's blood round being? Um, I have him beating Colton Crystal. Gotcha. And I am beating Randy Cruz. For real. Okay. Now, 49. 49. Zane, you put him in the finals. Sure. But he's going to have to go through a couple tough guys. Well, he's going to have to go through Sorensen Jordan. And we've seen time and time again that Jordan isn't a thing. Sorensen has taken him to the brink. Uh, he's, held it, he's held it close a few times, and then one time took him to the brink. So um, Zane, you want to say surefire finalist, but he has to get through that semi. Right. And, you know, I think it will be Sorensen this time around. And I do think that um, I think Zane wins very comfortably this time. I don't believe. Yeah, so do I. Especially after watching him dance. Right. Um, May's Kalika, the other semi, and I don't know if it's. Um, I think maybe this is one of the cleanest ones. I think this way is is one of the cleanest where you say Zane and either Sorensen or Jordan. And then Mays, Colica, and the other semi, and there's not much you can argue about. I think, I think if you polled a million brackets that were filled out, having Zane Sorensen one semi and Mays, Colica, the other semi, would happen more times than on any other weight class bracket. It's just hmm. That's a good question. I think you're probably right. I would say heavyweight. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. Although you you seem to th- believe that Mays uh, Chisco is the thing, 
I, I, I you know how I you know how I do it. I, I just I take weird stuff to happen because weird stuff always happens. Yeah. But the you, thing about weird stuff is you can't predict it. So you should just stick with what should well, happen, and then more often than not, you'll be right. Just go chalk. Not chalk. But it's not real fun. Yeah. I'll try to so entertain I think, myself. I think Zane wins. I think I think Kalika beats Maze again. But man, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I think Thompson Kalika is a thing. Yeah. Yes. Thompson's been wrestling great. He's almost beaten. He beat Maze once. Uh, and you, you can have, beat him again. You have Thompson losing a blood round match. You have Thompson losing a blood I round do? match too. I thought you did. Oh no, you don't. No, I have him placing. I have him uh, beating Spino and then. Uh, oh, I do. I have Thompson. <laughs> oh, that I, was me. I, oh, that was me. I have Thompson. I losing, don't believe in him. I have Thompson losing to Bannister. Stop it. I do. What are you doing? You're an idiot. I'm calling you an idiot on press row. I'm taking it. You're not supposed to cheer on press row. I don't know the policy of calling people idiots. Alfred Bannister will never beat Max Thompson. Right. It's not. Can we put some sort of a financial wager on that? I got two young kids. Well, you I want to put them through college. All you do. That is, yeah, how about this? If I lose, I will buy you Jimmy John's. Stop. I don't want that garbage. You don't want that garbage. Bannister? Over That's Thompson. That's what I have. Name one guy Alfred Bannister's beaten this year. Don't know. 157. Really, it is. This is. This is the dumbest thing you've ever said since I've been around you. It really is. I, it is your. It is so far and away your worst prediction ever. Well, I, my, my congratulations for identifying it. Wow. I don't know how to recover. Well, you can I recover like, listen, by going 157. We'll go 57. What do you want to talk about? Lake Gardner, Mike, and Jordan? That's a thing. Is that what you want to talk about? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But if you would like to. You were going through round two matches in the last wave. So. They were interesting. Yeah, super. Um, I think that's one thing you do need to be aware of. Micah, Micah Jordan, first of all, lost to Lake Gardner a couple years ago. It was his only loss of his redshirt year. And then this year they wrestled at Journeyman, and it was a very, very, very close match. I can't, um, I cannot, I can't, do I have to go through you just to see what I can talk about? But you could talk about Lake Gardner, Micah Jordan. You just picked Bannister to be But Thompson. I can't, That's, I can't talk about, I don't know, what was I talking about? You brought up Lake Micah, not me. All right. I see... <coughs> Nothing stopping Nolf, obviously. Joe no. Smith Berger. I'm picking Smith. It seems pretty stupid, though. Because I feel like Berger's probably been better all year, and I think Berger's a really tough matchup for Joe. But I just feel like Joe's better on his feet. He's progressing in a vacuum. You know, this time last year, I would certainly have taken Joe over him. And uh, I think we're getting back, back more to that Joe Smith. Uh, it, that's a difficult... Matchup to predict. I don't know. Burger's so solid, and he's been sort of. You know what you're getting out of Burger. You, I don't know. Again, that you know what you're getting out of Joe. So it's a difficult one to pick. I think I took Smith. I don't have my brackets in front of me, but I pick. I think I picked Joe. Um, and then you have Lavalley, and Camera. I do. Yeah, but you know. The, the quarter to watch for that entire thing is, is going to be Palacio Kimmerer. And now mm -hmm. with um, 
with Murphy out, that almost, all but guarantees that that match is going to happen um, because, you know, Murph, Murphy, sadly, injured, unable to compete. This is really another one. Like, we were talking about 49, how, like, the semis are probably pretty clean. I, I don't think this is pretty clean, but, like, I think you, I think you know what you're going to get. I guess. I don't know. Part of me... I mean, who doesn't have... Like, maybe Berger over Smith. Maybe, I mean... Berger Smith is for sure... That's a coin flip in every sense of the word. All right. Yeah, for sure. But go out to quarters. There's no real deviation there. Everybody's going to have the same guys. Yeah. uh, Part of me thinks LaValle could be the one. And Mastriani? I don't know. Or Parsons? uh, Any of those guys. I'm not sure who. Could be uh, Heffernan. Um, Oh, no. That got moved now. See, I'm I've got I'm operating on the old brackets here. Um, I think they're in your inbox. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at yours right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you 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 know where you're getting here. Nolf Shield Smith. Clay Berger. Ream is the sixth seed still. I woke up. That's still the case. That's a weird one. Yeah, he was one of the, when when we looked at the rankings or flow rankings versus seeds he was one of the biggest deviations yeah. like he's a six seed but he's ranked like 11th or something yeah okay anything in the, interesting in the backside no. like a blood round match you have to watch out for um actually not really i think it's pre- i mean shields ream you know it's a nine beating a six but i think shields is just better i think that's a pretty good a second round matchup too or quarter is it Shields short that's yeah it was a good match that's a really good uh, match. earlier this year I agree. Close one. Um, 165, you take Imar all day over Jordan, right, in that semi? Yeah. And then, man, a really a really good I thought, quarter I with Chenzo and Lewis. You, said, you were, um, huh, you've kinda, you're changing your tune big time. What am I talking about? A couple, I don't know what you're talking about. a radio or two ago, you were picking Walsh over Jordan now you don't even have Walsh making the quarter. These, these, are Ryan, these are Ryan Holmes brackets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, you should you should double check then. What did I do? Right. Well, you no, because Will, Willie was very high on on Chad Walsh. I am right? high on Chad Walsh. Yeah. So do you still think he'll beat Isaac Jordan? Uh, I picked it in my bracket. Okay. Why? I mean, so yes, you do. Yeah, I think he can beat him. Well, yeah. I think Chad Walsh can beat Isaac Jordan. Well, you put him in your bracket, which means you think it's going to happen. No, yeah. I don't put in my bracket what I think is going to happen. This is a good way to never be wrong, though. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just write the name of, you know, Walsh is shorter, takes less time to write it. So I, I, I mean, this is thoroughly established. We've discussed this millions of times. When I don't I, know why you, I guess what when I'm I do saying, my picks. I don't know why you do. When I do, my, when I do a bracket thingy, I take some flyers. Right. You don't agree with it? We've established, that's been established. All right, so you think Walsh is going to beat Isaac Jordan. That's what I'm going to say. I'm picking it. Right, because you believe it's going to happen. All right. I think we just. So I'm going, I think you're going to be wrong there, and Isaac Jordan's going to beat Chad Walsh. Okay. And then I think Imar's going to beat Jordan. You like Massa, or you like Chinzo over Massa. I don't think that's, um, I think that's very possible. I think that could happen. Uh, But one thing for me. This quarter, see, of that's Lewis. where I kind of make up. I, I lose points because I take flyers, in the hope that I can make up points by taking flyers. Like nobody's gonna have Chenzo over Massa. Yeah, sure. Oh, I think people will. Absolutely. Um, nobody like, uh, yeah. Uh, Penn State fans will. Uh, you, you won't beat me. 
I know. I just, so you won't be able to I, make up enough points. If I just, if I just take chalk. I don't just take chalk. If I just took chalk, I'd beat you. I take best. I take better wrestlers. Um, Vincenzo Lewis. Yeah. That's a bananas quarter. I feel like Lewis has not been what he was last year, but that guy is so dangerous. He's so powerful. He's so. Um, I'm gonna start. On I'm gonna start like really trying just to beat you. Just to I wish so that I he wish, would just shut up. Because oh, uh, now he's going the really trying guy. He's that guy you play him in sports. Man, I'm gonna really try. So, no, because no, I'm gonna try. I take, no, no, I take no. picks for fun, and then and then you like, no, I make this thing like. No, you just make wrong picks, and then you like to say, "Well, I was just you know, I take, I try to have fun. Like I'm not having fun. It's like uh, it's a total the, win-win for you. That's. That's the truth. Um, no, because when you talk just so try, much junk, should I just should I do it for real? Try to get them right. It's, it's simple. Just try to get them right. How about if I just Be try right. to have fun? Okay. Oh, have fun. Why don't you, where's your you know red, what's you know where's your red pen? You know what's Willie? fun? You know what's boring is taking every listen when, every higher seed. Okay, when you when you're like taking all these crazy picks and then oh congrats you picked Walsh over Jordan but you were wrong on 38 other quarters. Not 38 others. 36. Anyways. I've got Massa, you've got Chenzo. Chenzo might not make it out of his quarter, even though I picked it. Has he rest, has Vincenzo wrestled a top wrestler as good as Daniel Lewis? Yeah, he smashed Isaac Jordan last week. Uh, well, okay. Daniel Lewis is better on top than Isaac Jordan. Well, when you say top wrestler, I thought you meant top. like top. Oh, top ranked. I um, meant like top, like the position. He'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, Any interesting blood rounds? Steyer Rogers, I think, is fun. Austin Matthews, Valencia is fun. This is a fire blood round, actually. Chad Walsh. Any chance that Steyer... I'm sorry. Any chance that Steyer is, like, just upsets Applecart here and maybe beats Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think that's absolute, an absolute possibility. Um, I really like Steyer. I'm curious to see what Valencia does. Talk about... You've said... I don't... Have you said it on air... Um, the, the impact that Rogers and his critical matches have on the team race. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to beat Cottrell in round two. Um, it sets him on a much more navigable path to placing, because the fact is he he's kind of he's in bad shape when you have Imar in your quarters. That basically guarantees a round of twelve match at at best. So he needs to win that one. It puts him on a better path to place where he doesn't have to go to the Rogers. Or where he doesn't have to go through the Joseph uh, Lewis loser in the round of 12. That's not a match you want to be in. Right. All right, so um, 74. This is one that the field bet, I kind of like the field bet here. Uh, it's yeah. like I can see, I can certainly see Zahid. I'm picking Zahid to win. But um, if you tell me that Zahid somewhere along the line trips up and loses a 3-2 match or a 5-4 match. I'm not surprised. So I I kind of like the I kind of like the field bet here at minus 150. You could maybe he has problems with Ramos who he's had problems with before. Maybe Hall or Epperly trips him up, right? And then maybe somebody that comes out of the bottom bracket be it Bojo or or Robito trips him up. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I don't like the line on that. I, I think you have to pay a really high price for the field. It's not worth it. But um, I think with Valencia, there, there are some landmines there. 
Ramos has wrestled him tougher than anyone this year um, on two occasions. So, but the thing about that match is Amin, he has to get through Amin to get there, and I don't, I don't know if Ramos is going to beat Miles Amin. Brian Murphy with a big leg brace on. Yeah. Um, you don't know if who's Ra- going to beat Amin. Ramos. Uh, Ramos. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to happen. So that's one less landmine. But the, the one, it's going to be Mark Hall in the semi. That's going to be the, if he makes the finals, I think he probably wins. Even though Bo Jordan was kind of my pick last year, or most of the year. I feel like watching Valencia. Valencia now is where we were with, with Imar last year, where we said, if you're going to pick against Imar, you're not doing it because of anything you've seen or anything that's measurable. Did Has Zahid been taken down this season? Yeah. Yeah? Uh-huh. Real beautiful? R- Ramos, no. Ramos took him down multiple times. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know if he's given up a lot more than that. He had some... He wrestled at Midlands. Maybe he got taken down there. But he's been pretty dominant. He's really tough to take down. Ramos took him down um, at, at Journeyman. And then he beat him 2-1. So one of the best matches of the year, most entertaining anyway, was Luhan Epperly. Huh. And that's going to happen in round two. Um, and you said when, when it happened, I think a lot of people said, Epperly needed to figure him out. I, like... Epperly needed to adjust. He'll beat him easier next time because he knows what he's doing. Um, you still feel that way? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think so uh, Luhan is still a work in progress. I still think he's a little too sloppy. I think he leaves his legs open way too much. And I think, I do think he's going to um, have some awesome moments in his career and maybe even um, this year. But I, I feel like. I feel like it's it's um, it's Epperly in that match all day. So then Epperly Hall. Yeah, crazy one. I feel like that's the kind of guy that's going to give Mark some problems. Someone really strong positionally, a really good hand fighter. Um, he's strong and big. You know, he's like most, is a little bigger than Mark. Um, and, and, and Epperly is a good scrambler, a good scrambler. Now, is he Mark Hall? No, probably not. But... He's good there. He's good, and I think that's a mm, – I lean probably 60-40 Hall, but I'm, I'm not – Yeah, that match is fire. That's a great um, match. Ultimately, you have Zahid coming out. Yeah. I'm More and more of my spidey senses are tingling towards Mark Hall. but Spidey senses? Yeah. Why don't you just pick good wrestlers? Yeah, I am. Take the best I'm picking Zahid. That's what I'm doing. He's been the best all year. He didn't lose to Christian Brucky, Ryan Price, or Bo Jordan this year. So I am doing that. Mark didn't lose to Ryan Price. Or, uh, yeah, I guess he didn't. Did um, he? Okay, so down below, the big question is, I guess the first big question is Crutch Mill. I mean Real, Alex Meyer. Sorry. Crutch Mill Robito? Is that, that a question? I, yeah, that's a question. I mean, uh. They've split, I believe. I know Crutchmer's beaten them. Um, so can uh, can he do it again? Where are these guys at? I feel like Rubito's been better this season. But that's a that's a coin flip 7-2 match. Crutchmer's got to get past Zach Brunson, though, in round two. And Brunson's not been himself really this entire season for whatever reason. But I don't know. I kind of always skew a little higher on Brunson. Maybe higher than I should. But I I'll... can't wait for our fantasy draft tonight. I'm going to dominate. You won't, though. Listen. You won't. You are did, you guys you out there? You won't beat me. You guys out there listening to FRL right now, 
you guys got to get a fantasy draft of your own going. It's it's really fun. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, even as we're sitting here doing this, I'm I'm I'm, I'm eyeballing some guys, Christian. Oh yeah. Um, so you got you got Jordan over Real Buto? Yes, I do. Okay. I think he avenges that loss. Zahid Bojo final. Does Bojo get it done this year, or does Zahid win it? Man, I should just stick with my dude. Stick I should with, stick with Bo. You should stick with Bojo. You. St- well, don't get hung up though. I feel like I feel like as as prim and proper, and this is this is how you just take the best wrestler. As much as you as much as you preach that, I feel like you get hung up on. He was my pick in the beginning of the season. Well, that's what I'm doing with Bo Nickel. Um. Yeah. So I I, I try to be a little more calculated with my swashbuckling. You're um, not. You don't. You don't. You don't swash a lot of buckles. No, not enough. Not near enough as I should. Um, yeah, I guess I'll stick with Zahid. How lame. 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 Any blood round matches to talk about? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Epperly Brunson, Battle of the Zacks, the battle for Zach's <laughs> supremacy. <laughs> going Z- going uh, CH at the end of it, too. So same exact Zach. Meyer versus Amin. I got Amin for the like, third time this year. Crutch Kent, two All-Americans. I got Crutch Daddy. And Price over Ramos, for sure. Yeah, okay, so 184. I, listen, I don't get... You, you preach, you preach, you preach. Listen. About why, and then you say nickel over Dean, which the data's not there. You you want to talk about data? You want to say gut feeling? I get it. I love it. Look, Christian's going with his gut. I get that. But don't say, oh, you got to take the you got to take the better wrestler. You got to take the gut guy. You got to take the... Uh, you're hedging now. You're, you're flip-flopping. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not flip-flopping. I watch those guys wrestle. I think. I think Bo is gonna win. Mm, okay. I thought. I thought Nico was gonna win last year. I stuck with that. He won. No one else picked him, except for. I know, but it's runs ca- contradictory to. Yeah. What I. Say. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. All right. So, why don't you explain this? So up top you have Dean Decal, ZZ Top, Nolan mm. Boyd. Down below, and this is gets insane. Brooks, Martin, Dudley, Nickel. Crazy, crazy quarter there. Um, you know I think b- bad draw for Dudley, getting the seven. Needed a stronger Big Ten to avoid Bo uh, in that position. I feel like if he was the six, uh, he'd be in better shape. But he didn't earn that. Miles did. So Miles, <laughs> uh, I feel like. Man, that's, a tale, a tale here's, of two here, matches. Right? Here's, here's what I'll say. Miles has has lost to Sammy Brooks twice. The data isn't there at all. Man, I have a pretty decent feeling that that Martin, that Miles Martin's going to beat Sammy Brooks. I'm not going to maybe pick it, but I feel like it's a real, real possibility. All right. So, do you have do you have Martin in there? No. You got Brooks. I think, yeah, I have Brooks too. And then Dean Nickel. And I'm going Dean. Yeah. I'm going Dean. It's fair. And round of 12, I don't know. No, uh, the round of 12 is not that juicy. You know, this weight got hyped as being like an amazing, an amazing weight. It's top heavy, right? It, it's like eight, nine, ten. It's like nine guys. Nathan Jackson's number nine. Machiavello's number ten. That's where it stops. That's like the line there. So it's not. The, the round 12 matches aren't going to be that juicy, although there's going to be some talented guys in there. And I think uh, Dakota Gear could be the surprise. I think he could beat a Jack Deckow. 
in the round of 12. Yeah, you said it before. Um, true freshmen, even redshirt freshmen, their first dance is like... I, actually, we said it with Joey Dance a long time ago. Uh, his His freshman year wasn't great, and then... I don't know. They 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 upset the apple cart when they get to the when they get to NCAAs. I don't know. You, you see it more with freshmen than ever, right? Yes, you do. You see it with the true freshmen and true freshmen plus Edinburgh equals bracket busters. Okay, one ninety seven. Jaden Cox world. Um, you know, you take him clearly over hot. anybody in the top McCutcheon. half. Um, McCutcheon hot. Wolfer wrote it. Will be his quarter. Um, but then the, the bottom half is really interesting with Moore, Weigel, and Farr all down there. Yeah, I agree. I think Preston Weigel um, looks great at Big 12s, but I think what we've seen from Colin Moore, really tough to pick against that guy. I think Colin Moore looked absolutely outstanding. Um, so, sorry, Gilman walks in with his uh, denim jacket on, looking ready for business. Throw, throws you off when all these hammers are walking in here. Christian gets thrown off when he sees denim. <laughs> That's totally it. So, while well, my voice is going, this is kind of a bad, bad omen there. Yeah, for, we're only supposed to do this for the next four days. Yeah, we only have four days to go. So, what I'll say is, I think Moore beats Weigel. Um, I think the pace of Moore is going to be a problem. Because that guy's going to want to wrestle hard for seven minutes. Now, who do you take? Far. You, you're taking far? Yes. You don't feel as if, you don't feel as if, I'm taking far as well, but you don't feel as if Moore is making, now here it goes again, freshman, gradual improvements, gradual improvements, gradual improvements, beat, beat far last week. No, that doesn't, it's not trending that way? No, I think that we've seen, we've seen Brett Farr um, kind of have his way with him, and then he had a tighter win, and he lost, so you could say it's trending the wrong way, but... For me, I just think those scrambles, Farr's going to come out on top of him this time. I think fifth-year senior, he's going to put it together, figure it out. All right. Figure it out, buddy. Blood rounds. McCutcheon, you have McCutcheon over Beasley, Wolf over Honus, Studebaker over Scott, Weigel over Hartner. Yeah. Um, 285. Yes, yes, yes. Kyle Snyder. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Snyder were – Kyle Snyder's – World. Um, now the first real interesting match, I guess, is is Neville's Casper quarter. Yes, very interesting match. I think huh. the problem here is the problem here is I, I would guess, in your opinion, Neville's better, but Casper a tough out the first time you see him. Right. Well, I feel like he just that scuffle, just like he just caught everyone. By surprise, now he's continued to win. You know, he beat Ty Walls by major. But I, I think Neville's leg attacks are just going to be solid and at home, and he's athletically really good. And I, I just think he wins. I think he finds a way to win the match. Okay. Uh, Walls, Schaefer, everybody goes Walls. Hall, Medbury, everybody goes Medbury, right? Yeah, I think so. And then I guess the, the next question is Walls or Medbury? I'm going Medbury again, though I think Walls showed that he can beat him at Vegas, like for sure he can beat him. But 
Just going yeah. Medbury. Medbury's just a little bigger, a little stronger, little maybe same athleticism, but both really good. I'm going I'm going Medbury as well. Snyder over Medbury in the finals, Christian Piles. Snyder over Medbury, and that's gonna do it for uh, for our NC Any, NC2A predictions. Any, Nate um, Engel. Naval Academy in the house. Any last thoughts on the team race? Anything changed for you in the last couple days? I know you've been stewing on it. Anything like your revelatory, like, well, you know what? I noticed this, and this is gonna. And I'm not maybe talking at the top. I know you're you're Penn, you're you're picking Penn State, and you're probably gonna stick with that. But any other considerations, like, you know, I think this team could finish fourth, or I was thinking about it, and you know what? This team can finish higher or lower than what we thought. No, I, I think I think it's Penn State, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, um, and then uh, I think Iowa does edge Virginia Tech. But if Tech has a nice tournament, they could do it and get on, get on the podium again. I think it's going to be those two. I think there is separation from between five and six. I think if there was a team that was going to enter that top five, I feel like it's five teams for four spots. If there was a team that was going to come into that and re-enter that conversation, it's um, it's going to be Missouri. So yeah. with a good day. Or Nebraska, but probably not. I don't think uh, I don't think Nebraska has – they have a lot of bullets, but I don't think they have the opportunity for high placings. You have to have high placings. Um so yeah, that's it. That's the team race. That's that's FRL for today. We're gonna be back tomorrow and Tell the next day and the FRL. next day. All uh, right, yeah, we're gonna be doing it live. Most of NCAs, if not all of it. That's the plan. That's what we're gonna be doing. Make sure you're tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Guys.